Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, Joseph, <laughs> we love to blame our personal downfalls on astrology. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say, as a Taurus, that maybe there's a better option out Instead there. Instead of that, that yeah. we could actually get help. That's a very <laughs> Pisces thing for you to insinuate. But... Betterhelp.com is there for you. Betterhelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor specializing in the issues you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, wanting to date Geminis, trauma, grief. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. If you've been wanting to talk, get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash T-H-O-T. That's betterhelp.com slash T-H-O-T. Promo code T-H-O-T. Hi. Welcome to Food for Thought Live. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you don't know, it's a podcast gap fest. We're in a multiracial mix of queer writers gather on stage to talk about sex, <gasps> identity, Ooh. culture, what we like to read, <laughs> and who we like to read. Food, yeah, 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 yeah. Woo. Uh, food for thought. Roses are red. Gender's a spectrum. Jason Momoa, come carbo my rectum. <laughs> if, y- if y'all could see the drafts for that one. So many there so alts many. there. Would, would you like to hear a couple more? Yeah, oh yeah, that's great. Uh, roses are red. Violets are petty. Hold on to your butts, because y'all hoes ain't ready. <laughs> Uh, roses are red. Violence ain't shit. Take me to dinner and I'll suck your dick. <laughs> roses are red. Violence are stunning. The thought of commitment will keep me from coming. Yeah, no, that is- <laughs> Hi. Sagittarius. Thank you. you. I am Tommy Teeves Pico. I'm an indigenous American poet, screenwriter, and in uh, Food for Thought University, I'm the dean of Gagging on the D. <laughs> I am Joseph Osmondson, scientist, nonfiction writer, and y'all, you're going to hate me for this, but I listened to four hours of Dave Matthews' band this afternoon, and it really holds up. Carter Beaufort was the best drummer of our generation. Hold Who that. are you? <laughs> I don't this... know you at all. Are we a straight podcast now? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm Fran. I'm a writer, editor, and today Casey Musgraves liked one of my Instagrams. Y'all, okay, do y'all even know who Casey Musgraves is? I feel like no. I got a no. lot of blank stares. No. No. Okay. Is she I Kate, do not. Is she Katy Perry? This is. <laughs> I thought she was. This... I thought that was a pick of Katy Perry. I really did. It's violence. Um, <laughs> Homophobia. I, I'm trying to cultivate a psychosocially safe space here, and y'all are just with the Dave Matthews. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Um, first of all, thank you all for coming out. The weather's nasty. 
It's a warm space in here, but it took a lot for you to get here. So thank you. Um, I'm Dennis Norris II. I'm a reader, a writer, a former figure skater, and I'm going to be real honest with y'all. I really want to see the Jeff Bezos dick pics. I need to know. I need to know. Are we working with the Titanic or a tugboat? Are we we a white gay podcast now? (laughs) Yes. My, my my friend Rose Damu, who, if you don't know her, you should follow her on Twitter, said today that um, Jeff Bezos looks like if you put Stanley, Stanley Tucci in a hot car for too long. <laughs> I love Stanley Tucci. Damn. Well, uh, Joe, will uh-huh. you tell us what we got on the menu tonight? Absolutely. To start with a game, we pit Laura Dern against Fran's other coping mechanisms. Oh. We... <laughs> Totally trash people give you advice. We lead you on, and we end with our queen of swords. Mm. Take it away. I'm feeling a little peckish, so I think we should start the top of this show the way any good top should, with a little tease. Uh, our uproarious appetizer segment, Amuse Boosh, and to amuse our booshes tonight, uh, Fran got a little game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we're going to play our little round of homonym. Uh, Woo! If you are not familiar with homonym, or actually if you are not an, a word nerd and you don't know what a homonym is, a homonym is when two words sound the same but are spelled differently and have different meanings. And so in our game, a homonym, we will list a smattering of similar sounding things and decide which is the most homosexual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty, it's a pretty simple. So like to give an example, Harry Styles, Harry Buttholes, to which which is the gayest... We Harry, will Harry, all say Harry Styles. 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 Harry Styles. Okay, great. Yeah. Harry Styles. We are all okay, on great. the same page. So we you understand how, how this game works. We're so ready we to it. go. All right. And so also for the real word nerds out there, we know that like these aren't actually homonyms, but like, fuck you. Okay. Like, <laughs> Colonialism. For the sake of the game. <laughs> Language evolves and so like, does grammar. Be less smart. Um, okay. So we have Brad Pitt. Peach Pit, <laughs> Armpit, Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, Pit Crew. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's oh. five things. That's a lot of things to dif- dif- Armpits dif- are five. so gay. Armpits are gay. Have you ever, I mean, have you ever like, yeah. sucked on one? Yeah, been on one. Yeah. I oh. <laughs> wanted you to like. Like, yeah. ho- like hocus pocus style. fully like, yeah, one yeah. time I sucked on one though and he had just put on like dove no like, no worst. that's the wrong and I was time like, <laughs> like had I just licked a chalkboard like I was yeah. like I, no 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 my ideal is to suck the armpit after he's been in the pit crew mm. he's got all that armpit oh. funk yeah the, you the, are cheating I'm, on I, <laughs> I'm ready he was a funk queen <laughs> listen it's a, it's a new development but it's real okay we have Sea World, Sea Biscuit, Sea Addle, <laughs> Seaman. <laughs> uh, Have you ever been to Seattle? Yeah. <laughs> I grew <laughs> up there. <laughs> Uh, I would say semen in Seattle for sure, yeah. I would venture to say that Seattle is gayer than semen. Significantly. I, the amount from Seattle yes. over here. Okay. The amount of oh, lesbians and frankly, the amount of Subarus. Oh, that is true. They are everywhere. My, my I flew straight, in from Seattle this morning. My straight mother replaced her 2001 Subaru with a 2018 Subaru this year. Wow. Oh my God. But I also, like, on the flip side, like, SeaWorld, 
making large aquatic animals do tricks. There's like music. I feel like that. Seahorses, very gay. There's animal abuse. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Otters. Oh. Oh, that's. I see what you did there. Wait, you can just find otters at like the beach. Uh, <laughs> I also forgot to mention that like Dennis and I wrote this game together, and so it's like very apparent like which are Dennis's and which are mine. But anyways. <laughs> that that is true. Laura Dern, Laura Ingalls Wilder. <laughs> Laura Mipsum, as in like the placeholder text, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Lorazepam. <laughs> so. <laughs> wow. The yeah. amount of Lorazepam like seeping through our veins right now. On, like, on the I feel like actively. we have to say. I, uh, I would say Laura Mipsum is some gay gibberish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the gay agenda. It's, it's actually what straight people hear when they listen to our podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their brains are just. <laughs> 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 I mean, but Lorazepam, though. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, shout out to Laura Dern. Who, <laughs> I've said before on this podcast, is the only person who can play me in my biopic. I, I saw on social media that you met her, yeah. didn't you, Fran? I fuck you. <laughs> my boss met She's her, waiting. and I hate him forever. Um, yeah. yeah. But truly, I mean, she. It, it would have to be post-mortem. I would have to be dead in this biopic. <laughs> and then I would have to, like, write in my will that I would permit to Laura Dern to do brown face. And oh, then, my God. Oh, and then I, people would try no. to cancel me, but I would be dead. So, <laughs> so you're you. already canceled. You're already but canceled. But then they would fine. cancel it's her, fine. and you love her. I, Why would you do that to her? I, I don't, don't know. Think but I wrote in my fucking will that Laura Dern needs to play me, so she better. I don't Otherwise, think she needs to be in brown face to do it, though. I think I think there's enough similarities. I will make there. sure all my friends and loved ones are like sh- like show up to Laura Dern's press events, and they're like queer erasure. <laughs> <laughs> Sabotage. So next we have Ted Cruz. <laughs> Sorry. Ted oh, Bundy. Oh, God. Ted X Talks. <laughs> That's the worst I've heard so far. Ted. <laughs> way worse. Ted D. Grams. <laughs> Teddy Grams. I love those bears. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, I've spent a lot of time doing my best to fit a whole ass bear in my mouth. So Ooh. it's I bet fine. She did. It's fine. But also, like, I love, like, all the gays watching the Ted Bun- Bundy documentary right now on Netflix. And they're like, oh, my God, Ted Bundy, like, pound my bussy. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh, my God. Murder me, Dad. <laughs> that was coming out Ted- of your bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God, Ted Bundy, your Aryan blue eyes are so striking. <laughs> Yeah. That's literally what, anyways. <laughs> Timon and Pumbaa or <laughs> Timothée Chalamet? <laughs> Timon, I stand Timon and Pumbaa. I feel like icons. they made me gay. Hakuna Matata. Yeah, haven't you said Eat before on this podcast that you would fuck Pumbaa? I would fuck both of them. I, I would thought, be in a thruple. I thought Joe said on the podcast that he identifies as a Pumbaa. <laughs> I don't know if I am a Timon or a Pumbaa, but I want them both. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. definitely, you know, Timon puts it in Pumbaa's Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we know how that goes. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> Kim Cattrall or Kim Jong-un? <laughs> 
Have you ever seen that um, that video of Kim Cattrall um, doing like bebop, like scatting? Yes. Yes. I was like, this is why you're not on TV anymore. But also, <laughs> Kim Jong Un, you're really gay. So <laughs> I hope someone tries. Maybe to they're us. gay, just like cancels each other out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some things are. Sometimes things are just so gay that they're they're around. straight again. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, mm. Kim Kardashian or Kim Davis, the woman who like was denying people gay marriages. Wow, sorry. That, okay, so take down Alex, so, producer Alex. Seven thirty-three is the moment we lost the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just gonna edit this out, right, just Alex? Edit, the uh, rest of the show is gone. <laughs> I just feel like Kim Davis is already like a character in like a John Waters film yeah, yeah. and like fully Played by a drag queen fully homosexual like, also is just like getting getting pegging in a BDSM dungeon someplace mm-hmm. right like that's her life I, a salient yeah, I think point. so yeah, yeah. I am mm. sure that Kim Davis drives a Subaru <laughs> <laughs> that, we have India Moore I know yes Demi Moore Julianne Moore Ooh. or more, more, more. How do you like me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, you have a great voice, Fran. Yeah, oh, yes, is. thank you. I'm a trained vocalist, <laughs> <laughs> songstress. Uh, yeah, I would say the gayest thing about that was your voice. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I really love India more, but I'm... she's straight. So. Yes, but so she's a trans woman. She's on pose, and I identified with that storyline on so many levels. So mm-hmm. I'm here for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yes, I... clap for Genesis non sequitur. Okay, <laughs> she's in the thing. We have Mary Cheney, Dennis. <laughs> Mary Cheney. Um, Mary Magdalene. Okay. Thank you. Mary, as in bloody, bloody Mary. Oh, well, brunch. Mary, brunch. Mary, Queen of Scots. I forgot Did Mary Jane Blige. Yeah. No. no. It wasn't but, very good. Um, was right? Yeah. Uh, bloody Mary. Okay. The, but at, bre- at brunch. Okay, great. Yeah. A bloody yeah. Mary at brunch. I mean, I've also said this before. I think that getting beheaded yeah. is super gay. It's the gay. Like, I find it so dramatic. It's like, yeah, she lives for the drama. Like, yeah, just, yeah. She. And yeah. were you saying that, like, at her desk, she had a red dress on under yes. her actual? Oh, if you, there was a reveal. Yeah, in the movie. In the movie, Thank she's you. going to be beheaded. This is not a spoiler because it's in the first two minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. She goes up to be beheaded and, like, her handmaidens rip her black dress off to reveal this, like, bright red martyr dress. And I'm like, wow, what a lovely artistic liberty. It's historically accurate. <laughs> she literally pulled that stunt. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mary Queen of Scots is that bitch. Yeah. Um, we stand. When I am inevitably beheaded for my wrongdoings yes. in this administration, <laughs> yes. I will go out the same way. Yes. So. Oh, you would never wear red, Fran. You know what? That's... It's a special occasion. <laughs> Want to impress? Do you own any red? Uh, I actually do, but it was given to me b- for free by Everlane. Sponsored <laughs> by. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love that. Hey, Everlane. Okay. Love um, them. We're, we're, we're wrapping up here. We have Rip On... Adam, Oof. Ripa Kelly, oh. ripping farts, 
ripping rectal tissue. Oh. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I don't Joe, know why. you should take this one. Uh, the, the last you is my sexuality. Yes. Is it? Well, would you really phrase I mean, it in that way? <laughs> I'm sure you've all heard the story. No. Are you going to tell it to us live in front of an audience? Uh, later in the show, yes. Ripping anal tissue. Come see. Uh, yeah. Come see. Yeah, the gayest. For Still sure. can't Absolutely. eat nachos. <laughs> I'm sorry. You really ruined that for us. Okay. And nachos are good. Foods. You yeah. truly will hear more about it later in the show. Oh, no. Likely. <laughs> yeah. Likely, yeah. We did not. This was not pre-approved. Um, anyways. Yeah. Two more, two more, two more. Robin. Robin Roberts. Robin Wright. Robin Banks. Robin and Batman. Oh. oh, oh! is that the one when he had the nipples on the plate? Yes. yes. Well, that there are several so genres. Okay. okay. What was it? That was Chris, what's his name? I don't know what With their the, names were. Oh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, Thank you. Chris Mwah. O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. That made me gay. Tom, that was so, crazy. Tommy, you had a feeling about the nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, um, I mean, I still, you know. I'm a nipple mm-hmm. section. Does anyone out there, like, the nipple is a one part in your body that you, if someone grazes past it, you're just like, woohoo, like, immediately? <laughs> It's like, my nipple is more sensitive than my dick. Anyway, go on. Can't say I have that affliction, Ew. but... So, really quick, I do stan Robin Roberts hardcore. She's amazing. But here's... So, Fran and I wrote this together, and Fran added in the Robin Banks one, and here's the thing. There's a boy that I secretly kissed in high school. Oh. Our junior year, and then our sophomore year in college, he literally robbed a bank. <laughs> He that was literally <laughs> robbed a bank, went to jail for two and a half years. That's it? And this is the thing. That's it? We he were in or, he, he was well, white and privileged. You, you know I went to a prep school. This is the thing. <laughs> we were in orchestra together, and he had gotten into some debt because he liked to online gamble. But I was like, you play a $12,000 cello. Sell your cello. Get the money elsewhere. But no, he robbed Wachovia and... <laughs> He went from being a frat president at Lehigh University to going to Kent State. Oh. That's what happened. So wait, Dennis, can you can you set us up? Like <laughs> he, he, he is your type. Right up my alley. In France episode of Love After Locker. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, we have Pete Buttigieg. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Pete Buttigieg. You know the gay guy who's running for president? What's Buttigieg. It is spelled B-U-T-T. I looked it up. Pete. Okay, so we have Pete Buttigieg. Pete Wentz. Pete Davidson. Squish me, Pete Davidson. Squish me till I potty. I I like them when they look like they're like always a little high. (laughs) I'm ready. If he's Uh, good enough for Kate Beckinsale, he is good enough for me. And I love a man who looks just like ill. Like I love a man (laughs) who looks like he has nothing. Like just fully empty. I also, I just love like a man with emotional baggage. I love a man that looks unemployable. All you, you know <laughs> all of these Same. things about me. It, Pete Davidson true. is it. Um, 
I also, I, I was recently Googling uh, Pete Davidson's tattoos because he was, I heard some things about his tattoos today. And I was reading about how uh, he and Ariana got a tattoo together that said like, uh, 1,000 vulnerabilities. Like, uh, like okay. it said, and it said it like in French or something on his neck. But then they broke up and now he got it tattooed over and it just says, cursed. <laughs> Gayer, <laughs> and I, was I like, mean, where is the lie? We stand. Yeah, okay. it was it's true. Christina Ricci, like werewolf movie. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my god. Yes. So sorry, Pete Buttigieg. You might be our first gay president, but we'd rather have Pete Davidson. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Is the consensus. Thank you Thank all you. for playing. Thank you. All right, you guys. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> Get out your coin purses. It's time for Penny for Your Thought. Bringing you the questions today, we have Joe O, the science ho. Okay, you guys. Yay. Our resident light bright. Uh, I am really? so exhausted. There were so many good questions. We're going to do lightning so many. rounds. You guys are like actually eye on the clock. Amazing. We're yeah, because try to- we did this in LA and those questions were trash. Trash. Yeah, trash. I mean, it was... And Los y'all Angeles. in New York I mean, really showed up. Okay. We all know that the collective IQ in LA is like 60, oh. whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I live there. <laughs> I live there now. I can confirm. I you can guys confirm. One, of, one of us lives there. Yeah. Um, okay. Jerking off at work. Yes or no? I, I work from home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a yes. It's a yes, yes. That's a yes, yes from Tommy. Fran? I have coworkers that listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> so, I'm going to be honest. I have spent my entire adult life working in a space that serves children. So, I have never once jerked off at work. It, wow. like, cannot be done. But... Why is Dennis getting all the applause tonight? And a month the- ago, this is important. A month ago, I quit my job. And on my very yes! first day, staying at home and writing, I was like, I'm going to jerk off. And I'm going to feel like I'm jerking off at work because I can do it now. Wow. Free the D, D. Free the D, D. Free, free the D, even though it was still just in my bed. Next question... <laughs> How do you make enough income off of your art to survive living in the city? <laughs> and how did you get there? <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> uh, Y'all are comedians. So Next hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, that was so cute. Oh my God. <laughs> I sold my dirty socks. Uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. Loved it. I have an OnlyFans account where it's just me ordering, like, Thai food. <laughs> and answering emails. And, yeah. Oh, I subscribe. Answering emails in real time. <laughs> yeah. Next I don't up. Have an and this is a specific question. How do I slide into your DMs most effectively? Y'all trash. Uh, okay, so actually, here's the thing. I, I think my biggest answer is, like, one, don't ask me for anything. I feel like DM sliding can, like, sometimes you demand, like, attention from people. But also, don't just say, like, hi. No. 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 I like the hi. Because when you say hi, everyone knows what we're here for. No. And it sort of is, like, the opposite of sending an aggressive dick pic. I get, like... It sort of is, like, hi. But if you... Answer to every single hi in your inbox. Like, you would never have any Some of us don't have that problem, Fran. (laughs) What do you know? That's right. I... uh, 
We'll be honest. I respond to every single high. And it's very confusing because sometimes it is a high that leads to like a deluge of dick pics. And sometimes it's just a high that's like, oh, will you read my writing? And I'm like, no. So I also, so here's the thing. So be clear. I say, uh, the reason I don't say hi is I, I don't like saying hi is because like I'd rather you find a very charismatic meme to send me. <laughs> like memes, like a very exact meme is like the way to my heart or like a really beautiful portrait of Laura Dern yeah. <laughs> or something that is like so on the nose <laughs> with like what you know about me that I have no, no uh, uh, choice but to engage with you. Uh, yeah, or just, or just say like, hello, as somebody who's six foot seven, I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, send me the dick pic. Because then I know what you want, and I know what I have to work with. I mean, hi, (laughs) hi tells you what they want. It's fine. Okay. Don't don't send unsolicited dick pics, people. It's gross. Well, we solicit Um, them on our podcast. So, like, send them all to us. Dennis is okay with unsolicited dick pics. (laughs) They are solicited then. Ho does not speak for me. (laughs) Okay, so here we have a question. I'm not on prep. Because my doctor told me that I'm not at risk or sexually active enough. Uh, homophobia. All right, so we're going to address this question in parts. That's go homophobic. Ba- go back to your doctor and insist. You, like, you get to decide what, what drugs you put mm. in your body. You read the literature. You tell your doctor, advocate for yourself. If your doctor still doesn't give it to you, find a new doctor. New doctor. There are plenty who will give it to you. Okay. I am still laughed at in bedrooms for proposing condoms. Homophobic. Fuck those people. Shit. Do not sleep with them. Yeah. Don't stigmatize. There's so many different reasons why you would not be on prep. For example, you have a homophobic doctor. (laughs) Also, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of things out there that are catchable that you might not want to get. And condoms prevent them. This is not new science. So, (laughs) like, I just... Unprotected sex with strangers doesn't seem like the answer. How should I handle the conversations in the bedroom? LMAO, I know it's too easy, but, like, sleep with people that are not terrible. Uh, (laughs) But it's a good litmus test, Easier said than done, I know. Very, very much easier said than done. It's a good litmus test. If someone doesn't want to fuck you because you're sort of having boundaries around the type of sex you want to have and don't want to have, that's great. Deuces. Bye. they, they They have shown themselves in a way that... I feel like likely would become apparent at a later stage in the process when it would be more difficult to get yourself out of it. So I would just say, yeah, like trust that. And yeah, just like do face and hand stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Face and yeah. hand stuff. God, face I, and hand face, stuff. Fraudage is real. Hand stuff. Face and it's great. Heges and beeges. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love heges. People look down on the hege, but the hege. Wait, oof. Uh, Love a huge. Love a good huge. Is so good. Oh, hand job. Hey, hand job. Yeah. Like, I don't oh, give it, hand job. I don't really give hand jobs. Hey, thoughts. This they one's po- for Tommy. Oh. My first kiss was when I was 14. It was at theater camp, gay. And he was six foot seven, at oh. least a foot and a half taller than me at the <gasps> time. Guess I have a thing for tall boys as well. Okay. So to Tommy, what's the minimum height requirement? And I'm just going to add to ride this ride. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know what? I, you know, I, this is, I say it sort of flip. Like, oh, like tall guy. I mean, I actually do. It turns me on or whatever. But there's like, there's a, sometimes they're like tall dude energy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, they're, they're like, but they're little, but they got something to prove. <laughs> um, Love a man with a Napoleonic complex. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes. That's what I like about short guys, though. This message comes from iHeartRadio sponsor, Mercury Insurance. If you're looking to save some money, you should really think about getting a quote from Mercury because Californians save an average of $677 with Mercury. It's quick and easy, and in just a few minutes, you might find you could save a lot of money on your auto and home insurance. Plus, Mercury was named one of America's best insurance companies by Insure.com four years in a row. Low rates, big discounts, great insurance. Go to mercuryinsurance.com today to get a quote. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Allie Wentworth, mom, wife, actress, writer, comedian, and also the host of Go Ask Allie, the podcast that dissects the craziness of modern life. He said, I never thought anybody could be this irreplaceable. And I started crying and he started crying. And that, that was it. Yes, it's terrible and all this traveling and it just completely disrupts our lives, but this is what we got. Go Ask Allie is a podcast where you can learn how to grow all the pivotal relationships in your life. We are taking ukulele lessons on Zoom, and we suck. We're never forming I, a band. By the way, I assumed that. I didn't okay, I say did. anything. I, I assumed <laughs> right. you sucked until you told me otherwise. There will be ruptures in any intimate, loving relationship. And the question is, how do you repair? New episodes drop every Thursday, and there's also a bunch already waiting for your binging pleasure. You owe me a present. Yeah, I know. Listen to Go Ask Alley on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah, so. Excellent. Thank you for addressing that, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Short guy, tall boy, tall boy energy. Tall yeah, boy answer. energy. Tall boy energy. All right, here TV. we have a question. I'm in a brand new relationship with a girl and a guy, a poly relationship. Mm. I'm realizing that I like the girl, but kind of hate the guy. He's so... <laughs> Y'all, if you haven't been in the next sentence, I bless you. He's so fucking annoying, but he has a huge dick. Listen, listen. All of us have sex chemistry, but I like connecting more with the girl. Yeah. I don't know how long I can even take being around the guy. What do I do? Okay, so wait, I have to address something very quickly. 
We at Food for Thought do not condone discussing dick subjectivity around exclusively length. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Size. What about Mm. girth, shape? Okay. There are a lot of other ways to measure how a dick. Measure a dick. (laughs) Girth. There's ergonomical correctness. (laughs) That goes into the dick that gets it's dick. wide and, and then narrow. And we even on Food for Thought have like been like, oh, he's got a big dick or like small dick. And like that's just like not cute. Don't talk about dicks that way. Dennis. <laughs> Listen. It's very funny. I have never defined on this show what I consider to be a big dick. Okay, so you're talking about like dicks that are like big spiritually. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> There are dicks that are long. There are dicks that are fat. There are dicks that are both. There are dicks that are neither. And it's completely separate from all of that. There are dicks and that make me feel like they are gargantuan. Okay? There are, oh, so you're talking about small dicks with there's big a, dick energy. There's a lot of variables. Yeah, yeah. To okay, answer okay, this question. We are no, off. no, we are on topic. <laughs> to, to, enter, to answer this Excuse question. Me. Girl. Get with the one that you want to get with and send the man to me. And also, you are here. You know my Instagram. You know my Twitter. That is all. He will be good, I promise you. And you and she will be good. Live your life. Live your best life. Um, also, I mean, okay, so I, it's not specified whether the couple is married or not. And like one time, a woman who was very drunk at a bar told me, uh, wedding rings aren't walls, they're fences. Oh! Uh, fences have holes. And I don't Send know that really resonated me. with me. <laughs> and I feel like... I don't know what it means. Fences okay. have holes. That's I grew up in the suburbs. Fences have holes. And like, you I, can... That's what that means. Jump over them. Can I be... You a, can jump over them. You can jump through them. There's a lot of jumping to be, be had. I'm going to be deeply not funny and deeply earnest like the Pisces that I am. Mm. Yes, Fran, pour yourself, mm. pour yourself mm. more wine. I, I mean, I think the thing about being poly is that everyone assumes that it's sort of a free-for-all, do whatever the fuck you want, but it actually requires so much communication. And I think that you can, like, this has to be a conversation at some point. Yeah. Either you have to, like, remove yourself from the situation, or if you want to keep yourself in the situation, <clears throat> there has to be honest conversations, right? Mm-hmm. With oh, both yes. the woman, maybe first with the woman about how you're feeling, and then maybe mm-hmm. also, you know, being able to tell someone I'm not that into you kindly is actually a really deeply kind thing. So yes. I feel like, yeah. Um, Kindness. Boo. About it. I, I could be wrong, but we Get all off the up stage. here. <laughs> we all like to be told the truth. Like just, yeah. yeah. And, and I, you know what? I'm just saying, make it messy, steal her, fuck him, get out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I just want to, the, the, the thing is like, I wouldn't say to do that, but that's what I would probably do. That's what you do. So here we have a Sagittarius (laughs) and here we have a Pisces Cancer Rising. Oh, (laughs) there's a lot of tears. Fully dysfunctional. I just believe in getting like, oh, life is so short. Get what you want. Yeah. But but yes. I, but the thing is, sometimes what you maybe you don't want mess, so maybe you want to talk uh, about it. Maybe you want to talk it through. I <laughs> Marie Kondo, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I love the mess. <laughs> Let's Tommy's like, oh mess. Yes, put that shirt on the ground. <laughs> how, Tommy wants to know how tall he is. Mm. <laughs> That's all we have. So, Joseph, I've been drowning uh, myself in bullet bourbon for the last 45 <laughs> minutes. Like, what uh-huh. could possibly help bring me out Fran, of this scoop? 
I mean, what is standing between you and your happiness? What is the roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? I wish I could just get on BetterHelp.com counseling. You should have for you. thought about talking to someone. <laughs> BetterHelp.com makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors specializing in getting into the issues that you want to talk about, like depression, anxiety, stress, trauma, grief. Don't know her. Queerness. And what comes from it? Self-esteem and other shit. Best of all, it's truly the affordable option. Food for Thought listeners get 10% off the first month with the discount code THOT. THOT. If you've been wanting to talk, get started today. Go to betterhelp.com slash THOT. Simply fill out the questionnaire and help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. One that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash THOT. Promo code THOT. Has someone ever come up to you and say... You smell amazing. What cologne are you wearing? Um, Definitely has happened to me multiple times. Mm. I have my signature. Scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month. I mean, with me personally, like, I love the Tom Ford Black Orchid. I've Mm. been told multiple times that I smell like a lesbian's ex-girlfriend. And I (laughs) find that to be the greatest compliment. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service that helps you mix up your cologne or perfume routine. Choose the cologne or perfume you want to try, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. Ooh, it, poet. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, you can get 50% off your first month today that's only seven dollars and fifty cents for your first fragrance go to scentbird.com slash t-h-o-t and use our code t-h-o-t for 50 percent off your first month again that's s-c-e-n-t bird.com slash t-h-o-t for you to try your first cologne or perfume for just seven dollars and fifty cents sign on and smell amazing Mm -hmm. you know we're all about those birds I do think it's time we got to the meat of our conversation, the mm. thought process about THOT. THOT. And to lead our discussion tonight, Fran, what's on your mind? So it's almost Valentine's Day, and it's also our two year anniversary, which is very exciting. Wow, no one and, has killed me yet. Yes. Uh, and, you know, in those two years, um, as a podcast, we have all, we're all, you know, how do I say this? Like, deeply dysfunctional <laughs> uh, as it pertains to relationship stuff. Um, and, you know, where some of us, uh, the word relationship is one that we hold with high regard and great cultural impact. Yeah. <clears throat> With other people, you know, the term relationship might be too capacious. It holds too much. It's not enough. Um, All at the same time. And I once came across this meme or something on Instagram that described what referred to as a situationship, which I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. And it actually listed a, a few tenets on what a situationship is. Because it's like, that's not like a common term. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But I never heard of it. So the, this thing described a situationship as something that has no title or commitment. You don't know if you're together or not. You have sex under that precedent for at least six months. You text a lot. You consider yourself more than a friend, but not a couple. The sex is amazing, but so is the confusion. Wow, I'm having a panic attack. I am having been a panic there. attack. You fear rejection, but you but that your fear of rejection keeps you from opening your mouth. See, this is just a meme of Sagittarius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I 
I'm checking every box. Yeah. Uh, and because maybe one of them is too busy and doesn't have time to fuck, there are no obligations, responsibility, accountability, but you always see each other in your future. And that's a terrifyingly relatable mess. Um, uh, but I'm wondering, thoughts, with that definition in mind, have you ever had a situationship which is the theme of today's episode. I've like never, I've never not had a situationship. <laughs> I've exclusively on a diet of situationships. Yeah, like you, you don't really do relationships. Like you have had longer relationships with like your seamless delivery guy. Yeah, like fully. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 for real, from the, the, the pizza delivery on Larchmont, he comes by like mm, a couple times a week and he's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> this is too much commitment. I don't know. Can you send the next guy next time? Because like you've seen me too much. <laughs> but so there's, like and I have a book coming out this year <laughs> and there's a line in it called it says like the Don Julio margarita mix of our situationship to describe this relationship because it's like all the ingredients of a margarita but none of the alcohol oh, you know I mean? oh yeah. that's Which disgusting yeah so it's like it, it, it lacks a kind of weight Mm. So, I mean, I think we were talking backstage about our, like, best situationships. Mm. And I have, like, a really good example of that. I mean, I was it was in a time where I had a really tough year. Ooh. I can't it was tough. It right now. <laughs> it's right now. Joe is fully um, drunk about fully to talk drunk. about relationships. So, everyone, just, <laughs> just tune yes, right in here. Um, um, no, I had I come out of a really bad breakup, so I wasn't in a good place for a relationship. But then I had a anal rupture. Right. Mm. Um, and mm. yes, which we God. were all <laughs> kind of whale ruptures. Yes, yes. Um, we were all present for this rupture. We that were is all true. There, it was we on a food for thought retreat that mm. it burst mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. And um, imagine the room was also very small. Hot, it was yeah, hot in there. It was hot, and there were five room. of us. <laughs> My eyes were like welling up. Yeah. just from oh, mine too. <laughs> um, you did so good. I, I ended up having to have surgery on my rectum. Mm. Uh, and I am Damn near killed him <laughs> And I am a, I'm a verse bottom I'm a verse bottom <laughs> So I fully was like I'm never gonna bottom again Right um, No one I believed si- that but you I had a situationship Said with love I, I, But the story is feeling in the end I had a situationship with a nurse at the time Hello nurse No commitment and Somebody got I it. just felt, and and about two months after my surgery, he was the first person who topped me again. And I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if there's still sutures in there. I don't know if it's going to burst again. But there is a motherfucking nurse on site. Oh. My proctologist, I went, like, I had my month and a half checkup, and I was like, can I have butt sex again? As she was going out the room, she was just like, lots of lube, baby, lots of lube. <laughs> So I did that, and then I had a nurse on site. Yeah, you got an RN yeah. in your rectum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, so I'm not going to say a ton to answer this question, because what I'll say is that I'm in a situationship right now. Oh, wait, really? Surprising everyone. Yes. Um, and right now I like it a lot. And, and the thing about situationships versus, um, in my experience, relationships, is that because situationships have the potential to be so much more complicated, um, when it's going well, when the situationship is good and healthy, there's a lot of really healthy and clear and straightforward communication. And in this situation at the moment, I know where I am. He knows where he is. I know where everyone who is potentially involved is. It's very clear and straightforward. And it's the first time that I've kind of 
actually had a situation that has worked this way, mm. but I have, as a Sagittarian, mm-hmm. <laughs> mind you, mm-hmm. Dennis I pretending have... to know about astrology. <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> Channy tried to teach you, Listen, but she just. Channy, I was going to say, Channy taught me a few things, <laughs> but as a Sagittarian, I have always been, I have always been interested in situationships versus sometimes relationships. And I think I'm finally experiencing one that, um, feels like it lives up to the hype, if I, if that makes sense. So, yeah. No, it's... Do, uh, do, do they listen to yeah. the show? No. Oh, okay. oh, so talk no. all oh. you want. Oh. He, is wel- he is welcome to, but he's busy, and I like it that way. Mm. So, like Tommy, I also, like, are, am mostly in situationships. And that, I think, is in large part because I like to sleep with people who are not terrible. And I feel like part of the... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> um, and part of the prerequisite of that, of a situationship, I think, is that you really do enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. I think it stretches so far and beyond, like, a fuck buddy ship or what I sometimes refer to as an insignificant other. <laughs> uh, It's not that, you know, it's something that you enjoy each other's company, but you're not beholden to each other's time with a label or with an expectation. So I think I have a a question for the group. It it Mm. seems like in the group, so just to answer the question, I love relationships, love nothing more than relationships. No. The counterpoint to everyone here. Um, As someone who loves relationships, to hear you all talk about loving situationships, but also loving the consistency and intimacy of them, what is stopping you from moving toward calling that person your boyfriend or having conversations about commitment or monogamy. I mean, cause right. We're, we're fucking faggots. We don't have to be monogamous with our partners. We just, mm-hmm. you can have a partner and be non-monogamous. So what sort of the inhibition between situationship and relationship? I don't want to get hurt. Oh. I mean, that's, I'm, wow. I'm going to be really honest here because like, I'm not, I, you mm. know, I, I say funny things to the punchline. Ha 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 ha. I have a funny voice. <laughs> Uh, but that doesn't. But, but that doesn't inhibit me from being earnest. And if I'm being honest with you, I mean, I talk about this with Dr. John quite a bit. <laughs> Dr. John, uh, Dr. John, and also Dr. like when you John. have good friends, like my best friend Lauren, never lets me get away with anything. Anytime I try yeah. to spin something, she just like that's. I hear what you're saying, but not what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I'm, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to be more open to the, it's just that like, you know, getting, getting too deep means more that can get taken away from you. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. also said that after your last relationship where you broke up with the person, you also didn't want to hurt another person. I mean, that's kind mm-hmm. of what's guided my uh, relationship status for the past couple of years. It's just like, I don't want, like looking across the table at somebody who was all of a sudden that shocked and and that sad and then that angry and then that almost like you know I just don't want to do that again yeah yeah. they so go it, through every single stage it's a of whole grief. rainbow of just emotions right like, in front of you and you're like yeah. I just want to go home and watch a documentary yeah. <laughs> also that's every first date I ever go on that's me <laughs> <laughs> and then they want to go home and watch a documentary wow. but, but, but also I think too like one of the I, I travel a lot for, for, my, for my, my life and my job and all that kind of stuff and uh, what happens is like it's hard to get traction with people so like just situationships develop because there's not that time mm. to get intimacy with somebody and so I have to find a way to enjoy it because that's my life you know um, what about y'all? Yeah. 
Um, hmm. <laughs> Do I have anything poignant to say? I think the first thing that I was thinking about was that there are a lot of reasons why some of the situationships I've been in have been more, oh God, profitable. I don't know. What's another word for that? That isn't Torian. That's the word you choose to use? What's the word? Better. Have been (laughs) better. Uh, Capitalism is a hell of a drug, Uh, y'all. Oh my God. I have been (laughs) in situationships that are better than the actual labeled relationships that Mm. I've been in. So I have people that I would call my boyfriend and the thing that I got out of the situationship and the thing that the person that I was in a situationship with got more out of me than anything a boyfriend could ever get. Yeah, but wow. that's if you both want the same thing, right? Yes. yes. Oh. What communication is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I believe that yeah. too. I mean, I, I, yeah. sometimes I think though that like, mm, are things situation, how, aren't things always kind of a situationship until they cross the barrier into exactly. relationship? Exactly. Yeah, 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 sure. But I think the prolonged situationship is like what we're talking about. I, I have to. I mean, I feel like that the 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 boundary in queer relationships between situationship and relationship. I mean, one thing that happened to me that I had a relationship where I live with my partner and I thought we were going to get married and we were super committed, and then that disappeared. So maybe all relationships are also situationship. Like, maybe, oh my god, maybe indeed. Like, wait, we have this recorded. Uh, you just said it. You just said that none of your relationships are real and that (laughs) relationships are basically futile is what you just said. The Pisces on stage. You said this in front of hundreds of people. It does. It feels from what you, Fran and Tommy are both saying that the reticence to actually be in a relationship is almost a response to relationship trauma. Mm. Reticence? Like uh, the trauma of being hurt. (laughs) Or hurting someone, or the trauma of being in a relationship where the person is maybe using you for something, and so it's easier to sort of have an out. And I kind of wonder if the out isn't also just a better sense of self, like a better sense of who you are and what you need. I, yeah, sometimes it does feel like a, a, a going on and going on and going on. You figure out more and more and more about what it is that you like and what it is that you don't like, what it is that you have time for, what it is that you don't have time for. Sometimes, though, I think like because at my age right now, all of my friends, my straight friends anyway, they're get, they're getting married and they're having kids. Boo! And, yeah. <laughs> someone, that's, that's someone. Fine. That's what you want, yeah. but like, uh, but, but 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 oftentimes in queerness, that's uh, that, that I feel like so. Um, the what underlie getting into a relationship in the first place was the idea of having a biological family with this person, mm-hmm. right? And so if you're raised outside of that or you're socialized outside of that normativity, it's like, what is the goal of the relationship? Then are we going to be in situationships perpetually? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yikes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Um, I think that's a really good question, though, and that's one of the things that I was thinking about a lot prepping for this episode as well, because I'm not entirely sure that anything that I've been in, ha- like, even if I've called it a relationship, I feel like it's also probably been a situationship. Like, Ooh. I think it's been a thing that still was very sort of transitory, which is how I think about what we're referring to as a situationship. I'm thinking of it as something that is on a specific road to a specific destination, and the destination could be, theoretically, holy matrimony, or it could be me in bed eating Fritos, watching Netflix <laughs> again. <laughs> Sounds like it. Which, <laughs> which, which, is, which is perfectly fine. But I guess my point is that like, I'm not quite sure where that distinction lies because everything that I've been in that I thought 
might lead to something along the lines of holy matrimony has in fact led to me being in bed eating well, what, Fritos. What is your vision Netflix. of love though? Honestly, like what is your vision of love? Well, yeah, because oh like, God. you know, I feel like yeah. well, Mariah can't no, yeah. come on in, but like we, I feel like we all we're we're we have visions of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have visions of professional life and all that kind of stuff. But do you have a vision of love? <laughs> I think so. Do we jo- let ourselves? Joe, you were talking earlier about relationship trauma and like yeah. diverting to situationships because you don't want to re do, make the same mistakes again. Mm. But there's something about being in a situationship ad infinitum that doesn't sound that bad to me. And I, I think the other thing, I know that sounds crazy, but I think that part of the problem that we're trying to dissect is that there aren't enough models for commitment. Mm out there because the commitment that we want to engage with gives us tax breaks or gives us a contract or gives us a house together or gives us like a shared rent bill. Come on. Oh my God. And that is the strongest argument. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to share the rent. I'm trying to have someone else pay it. I wish that is, is that so wrong? And if it is, I am a black queer femme reparations. <laughs> Thank you. I, Let's it, just tell the whole truth. If you ask Sade, is it a crime? It's not a crime. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm getting at is like, I, I just, I wish that there were more... De- the word relationship has holds way too much. And at the same time, there's one very exact cultural weight to it that I can't get around. I have a question though. What's the difference between a situationship and a poly relationship? Oh. I think a poly, because a poly relationship has commitment and a situationship does not. I don't, I don't, mm. Well, I well, I actually don't know. I mean, that's just my guess because again, we're like trying, we're seeking to define a thing that doesn't really have a definition. I feel like situationships have com- commitment. They have an agreement to which you are continuing to see each other in the near future. But do you discuss the agreement, or is it just Ooh, like a foregone conclusion? That is a great point. In, so, in my head, in a situationship, because it's very fluid, you have the option and the right to continue to adjust to address and discuss the agreement. You have to because there's not necessarily a defined. Again, I'm thinking of them as being transitory, like in my experience, but there's not a defined arrival or or an aim. Whereas I think in a poly relationship, that's a relationship. It's just a relationship with more more people, more personalities, more variables. It is a relationship that transcends context. Yes. Mm. Whereas a situationship, it's called a situation. It is context driven, ah! right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I and think it's, you don't you just it could be anything. It could be anything. There are no rules. But to the well, there's. I think there are some rules. There are like, rules. There are oh definitely God, rules. Are rules. I feel like they're like a, a, a key like to rules. a healthy situationship is clear communication of boundaries. And that's where I kind of disagreed with this definition about like Agreed. it's like you're not talking about anything because you're afraid. No, talk about what you want and what you don't want. And if your expectations are not the same, then you need to separate, yeah. or it's not going to be healthy. Like put your put lay out for whomever or they should lay out for you what you want so i should do that like tomorrow <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll text them for you for you right now hand it over um we'll, we'll, also, we'll, we'll, we'll ghost text i also feel yeah. like it's uh 
it is a misunderstanding of relationships Mm -hmm. to imagine that relationships don't also require constant communication and constantly reevaluating what you want and what you don't want. It's not like I've signed up for a relationship and therefore I have monogamy forever or I have X forever or I have Y forever. And so I think think it's also like the situationship is is also sort of a misunderstanding of what it means to actually commit to someone for years and years and years. Uh. And at the same time, a, a situation I often view it as an intimacy out where it's like you get all of the intimacy of the relationship without any of the the actual care and the, and, and the commitment when it isn't just like, oh yeah, you know, we'll keep hanging out what? when the commitment, when it actually means caring the, for someone, the, the caring when it's out. fucking hard. It's conditional. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so it's always, you're always able to take a step away from the care. Uh, and I kind of, yeah. I just, it's not I, my. I still I, care about my situationships. I don't uh-huh. think like I don't think situationships are like exclu- are exclusive of care in any way. I think what situationships are exclusive of is like um uh this um facile idea of the one. You know what I mean? Like I know that again. Yeah, I know I like I'm like idea. the the polemical person on this podcast who has like a polarizing opinion view that like a very small fraction of the audience can relate to. But like I do feel like we have this like totally crazy idea that there's like one person out there for you. And that idea, whether you have a name for it or not, is kind of permeating what it is that you think you want. And I think that so many people are pursuing relationships with this idea of the one when you can have multiple ones. Yeah, because and that, not at the same time. And I'm not saying like be a slut. I mean, I'm saying be a or slut. But also it's fine to have them at Please the same time. We are not I'm judging. Saying, I'm saying that you 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 have the ability to have a really life-giving and sometimes life-saving relationship with someone that doesn't have to have a label. Yeah. Yes. And that you if you are so caught up in like what it's called, you should question what it is you're looking for. Don't you yes. think right? next time. I think it's really important to like make the the distinction and and maybe I'm the only one on the panel who feels this way I don't know but like it's not like if if there's a lot of people involved it's a situation ship and if there's one person involved and you're you're doing this with the idea of one person being involved that that makes it a relationship I think it's so much more complicated than that I think you can have something that's very clearly just two people and it can be a situation ship and so I I just want to make sure that we're not like Right, like and to privileging not, monogamy over right to, else. to imagine. I just like feel like if all you can think about is monogamy, that's just like a failure of the imagination. But like that it's is just true. so well, yeah, but for sure. But, but but like and but not to like like self denigrate or self shame or whatever. It is really hard to dislodge your preconception that was sold to you by a society that didn't value mm-hmm. your life. No, my yes. god, yes, yes. And, and that and, is true. Oh, and to bring the. To bring the Marxism into the... It takes lots of work, lots of dick sucking, lots of bourbon. And even after all of that, you're like, I don't know if I'm there yet. Well, you and, heard, and if really you're me. sucks about it, though, it's like, with the way you're talking about, like, relationships, all that kind of stuff, it's like the way that uh, I think about, like, exercise, it's such trash because you have to keep doing it. <laughs> it's like you can't just, like, do it once and then everything's fine. It's like, you have to always fucking do it. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why? But there's a, re- I mean, there's a reason so we wise. talk about life being cheaper in a relationship, and that has to do with capitalism, mm-hmm. and that has to do with the way in which the nuclear family was made as a unit of labor and i don't think we can divorce the conversation from that fact yes. right so once again we have you on mic twice now saying that relationships are futile <laughs> <laughs> and that 
they're just hearing. they're just what fodder for capitalism. I mean, we live in capitalism, so I love paying half a rent. I love it more than like I love almost anything else. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I recognize the fact that it is a privileged position to be able to pay half a rent, and also mm. the notion mm. of having a sort of a movable labor unit where two people sort of step up and go together and then raise the next generation of capital of capitalists of of, of another labor unit who do the same thing. It like very much serves the status quo mm. of what it means to be a worker and what it means to have a, 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 a nation state of laborers, right? Mm. And so I do think, you know, anything queer sort of challenges the capitalist status quo. And that is a gorgeous, gorgeous thing. And I sort of, I wonder about myself. I deeply want a relationship. I deeply want the thing that has been privileged by the capitalist status quo. And it's okay for you to want Oh, that. baby, thank you. It's Aww. so okay. I also it's should so okay. say... Something that makes, I think that's something that breeds what is a really healthy situationship or relationship, but situationship is when it can't, this thing, this definition, this meme definition was like when one is busy and that's just not it. Like both of you have to be, you know, uh, interdependent. And I think interdependency breeds a kind of relationship where you are like so excited to see each other, but not in a way where like you need codependent, you know, obviously. Oh. Not and I think that part of, I think that part of like you both have, and it doesn't, I'm not talking about like your job. I'm talking about like your passion projects or like what makes you happy or like the friends and people around you. Like, I think that so long as like both people are separate units that are making themselves happy and when they come together, they make each other happy. That breeds a really great thing. And the other, I mean, I'm sorry, like I always... God, friend, you're selling me on situationship. Oh! Wait, but... And the other, wait, wait, wait. The other oh, thing another that... Another term in capitalism. <laughs> right? And I know I always say this, but there's that fucking video of fucking Eartha Kitt and she's like, at the end of her life... And she's like... I love compromising for other people. I know. Well, oh the, my God. Uh, okay, Pisces. The, the, she, in the video, she says, comp, like, what is there to compromise? Like, compromising for what? Compromising for what reason? Like, she's fully crazy. But like, aside from that, she says, I fall in love with myself and I want someone to share that with me. Like, I want someone to share me with me. And again, I know. Narcissistic nonsense. I know. <laughs> Well, well, fully I mean, crazy, did fully you, crazy. What? But if you take that notch, Joking if you notch stage. that back just a little bit, a and little you have lot. both partners fully loving themselves, fully happy with who they are, and saying, "Hey, I'm fucking great." Yeah. Do you want a piece of this? <laughs> also, I can be your spice. And you can be my spice. I want to be your in posh. Her, you want to be my posh? Yes. Is that In a- her effort to be our spice, I feel like, Eartha Kit risked everything. So, like, fuck you if you don't love anything she said. Love you, Joe. <laughs> but I'm just going to say it because it's true. Black women leading the way. And when has this not been the case? But I guess my... Like, as... And I am a Sagittarian. Again, I'm not a Pisces. I am not Joe. This is important to note. But I did grow up in a very committed, like, home with two parents who loved each other until one of them died. They were married for 45 years. Like, it was a thing. And that I was like, that's what I want. I guess my point is, like, when I'm hearing um, what we're talking about and when we think of what a situationship is versus what a relationship is, I don't know that I'm hearing a distinction that makes sense to me. Like, all of the things that I'm hearing in a situationship... Um, that can happen that make a situationship beautiful in my head 
that's also the relationship that I want. That's the mar- like if I'm if I'm going to be monogamous with someone, if I'm going to marry someone, that's what I want and I still like I refuse to believe that I can't get that in a monogamous relationship with someone huh. should I choose to have a monogamous relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say that. To situationships. It's, to me the line is blurred. To situationships, y'all. So I think that brings us to our dessert. I'm full, but I could fit one more thing inside me. Dennis knows how I feel. (laughs) Woo! Listen. Also, listen. I'm the bitch God made me to be. You had. I'm so sorry. That was like full drunk mom dance. Like, (laughs) yes. Like white drunk, white drunk mom dance. If I had had less alcohol, I could have dipped lower. Also, if I had had less alcohol, I could have dipped lower. Just for the audience. I will be a drunk mom one day, likely. We will be out in the lobby later, and Tommy had a pulled pork sandwich and not the chili, just so he can bottom later and have one more thing inside of him. Uh (laughs) You play your cards right. That's our brand. (laughs) So... So, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Cardi B with a sword. <laughs> yes. So, there was a photo shoot by Harper's Bazaar. It was we don't a cover know if story. you saw it. And, and, friend, what's the back context for the Harper's Bazaar well, Cardi there's B? A, there's a lot of context, but first of all, the shoot positions her as multiple different fairy tales. So, she is Mulan with her sword. She is like... Sleeping Beauty on her horse. She's Rapunzel at the top of her tower with a cascading mane of hair. And there's also this shoot of her in a huge gown behind her with a shoe that has fallen off in the distance. And you're like, oh, Cinderella. Except, except, except y'all the know. shoot. I mean, everyone knows. It's just like, it's rough. The, the shoot. For in Harper's Bazaar, it's referencing a Harper's Bazaar party that occurred in September when Cardi B took off her shoe and threw it at Nicki Minaj and, wa- and walked out of the party fully with one shoe. <laughs> Cardi and, B and, and, you know, shout out to, like, my Puerto Ricans in the house, but she threw what was the world's most famous chancla. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what a chancla is, a chancla is when an and a Latinx woman who has just had it <laughs> has taken off. You have brought her to that fucking level and she has no choice but to remove her shoe and hit you in the face. With it. it is not in the face. Let me tell you, my chanclas have made me who I am today. And with hope, Nicki Minaj was made a teachable moment with that chancla. So, wow. Oh, I, mean, just, I also feel like in, in a way, like, um, you know, you get up in the morning and you wait for the avalanche of horrible news that's going on in the garbage fire that is the world today. And sometimes yes. Cardi is like the one like shining light in that darkness. I, I, I feel like I could always count on 
her bringing some kind of good news into the world. Yes. Into my world, at least. I don't know. Political Cardi, you know. Listen. Cardi's political analysis being on point. I really think that was a shift in the first shutdown. <laughs> like, I really honestly think that I mean, fucking Instagram video. Cardi was, fixed the government. Cardi's. <laughs> one, of my, one of my good friends was in Chicago out of work. And I was like, Cardi just fixed your life. And then four days later, he was back at fucking work. It was just un. Uh, Bitch, I'm scared. Um, (laughs) Cardi can do it, but this is the thing. There's a lot of people who have been scared to take on um, Tommy Laren. That ridiculous blonde bitch. Tommy. Um, So Cardi was like, I I will walk you. (laughs) No, she said, no, no, she said, I I will dog dog walk walk you. Mom is drunk. Thank you. Mom is drunk. Leave me alone. Leave me alone or I will dog walk you. And listen, I love Cardi's album. I love the photo shoot. I love her Instagram presence. But if I didn't know any of that, that that one tweet was all I needed to send me over the edge. And then did you take that bitch down? Did you see the follow up to that? What was the follow up? Was about? Well, uh, 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 I think Tommy said something about Twenty One Savage and like all these ice Asians are coming to your house and like uh, Cardi retweeted with the comment that was like, "Get my leash." <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was right. I was. I was here. I and was on top right. of that, like I know that Tommy can relate, but like Selena, Selena was my first Disney princess. Like fully, there was no like she was the first person in real life to like transcend like and break the glass ceiling of what it meant to be an American and, like, full, reach full global startup. And to me, like, Cardi B is, like, this generation's, like, Disney fucking princess. And for her to be a sex worker, for her to, like, work through abuse, for violence, to pay, use sex work to pay for her education, mm-hmm. to, to rise from poverty, to raise, rise from all these different things as, like, a Puerto Rican regular schmegular degular girl from the Bronx. I'm like, that, like, Cinderella is canceled, as I said. Like... Cardi B is our Disney princess. Yeah, we love her. To me, happy Valentine's, Cardi. We, we know you're listening. Uh, we 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 know you're listening. You love the thoughts. Come find me. I'm cuter than Offset. I'm not cuter than Offset. <laughs> no, you're oh. Uh yeah, so love that you. Was dessert, y'all. Thank y'all for coming. Mm. Um, love you. Yeah. This episode is made possible by the generous, unequivocal support of Rosé and our new home at Forever Dog. Uh, <laughs> Thank yes. you, Bell House, for hosting us. Our producer is the dot, 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 dot stuff, Alexandra De Palma. Mom, we love you, boo, and your chunky heels. Simply, simply the best. Simply the best. Our social media manager is still waiting for a text back or a FaceTime butt dial from Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> Christina Tucker, uh, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or we'll suck out your soul hocus pocus style. <laughs> uh, I'm Tommy Teebs Pico. You can find me at Hey Teebs, H E Y T E E B S on all irrelevant social media. <laughs> I'm Joseph Osmondson. You can find me at www.josephosmondson.com. I'm Fran. You can find me at Fran Squish Co on Twitter and Instagram, also Venmo, and also add me on CoStar because what is yeah what is that CoStar? I'm not telling you, Grandpa. Googling it right <laughs> now. I don't even know what that is. I'm y'all drunk, know. but y'all also know. I'm Dennis. Dennis. Oh. What? oh. 
Are we ready? Yeah. Dennis Norris the second. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at the Earl Denden, T-H-E-E-A-R-L-D-E-N-D-E-N. Thank you. Find us on Instagram as Gay Sluts Who Read. Join us on Facebook and Twitter as Food for Thought Pod, where each week we pin a discussion for that references our main topic. Sign up for our newsletter for episode insights, reading lists, and extra delectable content at foodforthoughtpodcast.com. And finally, send your thoughts, questions, concerns, and dick pics to thoughts at foodforthoughtpodcast.com. As always, that's food, the number four, and thoughts about T-H-O-T. Thanks for listening. Joseph, it's huh. the end of the episode and no one's listening. Let's <laughs> all of our therapeutic downfalls. Oh I can't sleep at night unless I'm cuddling with someone I, have I love. Intimacy issues. <laughs> you don't. That's it's a lot. BetterHelp.com is online counseling. It's there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor specializing in issues that you want to talk about. Best of all, it's truly the affordable option. Food for thought listeners, you get 10% off your first month with discount code THOT. If you've been wanting to talk, get started when? Today! Go to betterhelp.com slash THOT, fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you love. One that you can change if you want. That's betterhelp.com slash THOT, promo code THOT. Mwah! Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.